0: Welcome back. You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Karen Coe. this afternoon. It is great to have your company. Uh, We just played a really long song, which was called French Press by Australian group Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. That is definitely not in and probably never will be in the Billboard Hot 100. However... It's a good, nice song. And I'm delighted that Cruz McAlligan is in the studio with me right now. She's been with me actually a while. We were having a bit of a bop to that song um, because that was fun. Why not? So, Cruz, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thanks, Karen. You have such sophisticated music taste. I always enjoy listening. (laughs) I mean, I never would have discovered that song if it hadn't been for you airing it. So, thank you. Well,
0: it's my civic duty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, good song. So, Chris, what song. are we
0: talking about um, today? We're talking
1: about accents today, um, which is just an interesting. I just think it's interesting anyway. Do you think of me as having an accent? We've known each other a you long know, time.
0: It's funny because I think of you as having a kind of English, an accent. English accent. Yes. Okay. And what yeah. about you for me?
1: I see. I maybe like I guess an American-ish? Really? I'd say you were more, I'd say there was a scale you'd be more on the American Canadian side than than British side.
0: That's really interesting because I'm Australian.
1: Yeah see, <laughs> see that doesn't even make, I see, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense but then yeah I mean I don't know but I also think it's the people that we surround ourselves with that change accents and I think in Hong Kong I find it a fascinating place to think about accents because I'm not English
0: Right. I'm not from England, yes, but, you sound but I like sound you English. Are. By the way, before you go on, I'm just going to tell uh, listeners that we're on Facebook Live too, I think. Um, I can see you there. I'm not sure whether people can hear you, but I if you go to my me. Facebook page, Karen, on Radio RTHK Radio 3, you can at least see Cruz there. Yes, hello. Yes. Um, so, but yeah.
1: But I think it's. But I think it, I grew up in Hong Kong and I went to British school. Okay. So maybe that's why I have an English accent. But my father's from New Zealand and my mother's from Gibraltar, which has a very unique accent. We're going to talk about foreign accents in a minute. And I think that's a really fascinating example as well. But I think we just kind of absorb the accents of the people around us. And growing up in Hong Kong, which I think is a very international city with a lot of international people coming through and, and mixed families and mixed groups of people. You can never assume where someone's accent is exactly. from. Exactly. You
0: don't know what's going to come out of someone's mouth no, when they, no. just, and, despite and it's what they not look always, like. Yes, yeah. and it's
1: not always a shock either to to meet someone with a really beautiful British accent. For example, I mean, there's no. What's a beautiful British accent? Okay, a very clear British accent, a standard British accent, I suppose. And they may be ethnically Chinese or someone who has like a really strong American accent and they may be ethnically Southeast Asian. So Mm. I think we never make those sorts of assumptions. And I find it really fascinating and interesting. So I never... In other places, when you go overseas from Hong Kong, I grew up in Hong Kong, and then I start talking, people go, where are you from? I don't understand. (laughs) And But then for me, I've never... When when people start talking to me, I never go. Well, where are they from? You know, Mm. because I think I've always, you know, you've grown up somewhere where just used to this. Beautiful mosaic of accents. But I I find accents really fascinating. And I think it's interesting in today's world because we're so well connected and we've done so much on Zoom recently. And Mm -hmm. I've I've been talking to so many people overseas and having meetings on Zoom and clients on Zoom in different countries. And if you have the camera working or not the camera working, you never know what someone's gonna sound like versus how they email you and things like that. And it's always just interesting to hear Different voices and different accents. Now, broadly stated, your accent is the way you sound when you speak, okay. and there are two different kinds of accents. One is a foreign accent. So that, then, that's in quotation marks. A foreign accent occurs when a person speaks one language using some of the rules or sounds of another one. Ah. Um, for ex- um, and <clears throat> so they, which is really interesting. So that's what a foreign accent would be, um, and this can sound a bit odd or foreign to native speakers of that language you, you think oh there's something different right. in how they're speaking here and um now an example of that I want to share is um my um so I'm from Gibraltar and in Gibraltar it's um uh, Everyone's bilingual, they speak Spanish and they speak English, but they speak Spanish with a very, uh, sorry, speak English with a very thick Spanish accent, accent. so the way that they speak is they have intonation at the end of every sentence, and they always go up when they speak, Mm -hmm. and there's all my family, and and it's really interesting, because it's very specific to that place. Now, the other kind of accent is simply the way a group of people speak their native language, so I guess this is like within the UK or within the US, which... Um is you have like a, regional regional accents. accents, I suppose. So this like is determined by where cell. they live, or yes, like. or, or also social groups that they belong right. to, like cultural influences there. And people who live in close contact grow to share a way of speaking or an accent which will differ from the way other groups in other places speak. For example, like someone can have a Texas accent or a New York accent, I suppose. Um in that way. Now everyone has an accent. Um not everyone knows it. Um uh, and we, we can't know what our accent is like without others. You can't.
0: Oh, because you have nothing to compare it to? You have nothing to, to compare mm-hmm. it
1: to. So there must be somebody listening to us speaking and detected. And accents only exist because somebody is distinguishing them, which is why we technically all speak with accents in someone's opinion, right? Right. Um, uh, which is which is just one of those things i mean like a a russian accent does not sound funny to a russian person or a person who speaks a slavic language um you know True. It just you know what sounds I mean? normal <laughs> um and they do and accents cause uh, they cause a bit of an obstacle for automatic voice recognition which is super fascinating as well because um you think about like the way that um you know Siri? Or yeah, like Siri. I remember in Alexa. New Zealand when I lived in New Zealand and having to do that like you'd like to update your you know, your electricity bill and I'd say yes you know, to one of those automated systems. Yes yes sorry was that no yes yes and then i'd be like yes and then it would go through and i wish i was making that up but that's fine that's just because it's based on voice recognition for an accent i don't have the right. way i speak i don't have um but of course all that sort of technology is getting a lot more sophisticated now and we can all go hey google and it can listen to you and do all those yeah. things so for like that now what i think is really fascinating is that all, all languages can have accents, including one of the most beautiful languages in the world, which is sign language. You can have an accent with sign language. How is that possible? so I remember meeting a professor of sign language on the programme actually, um, and she was saying that she still, even after speaking, she is not a deaf, person or hard of hearing but she l- speaks sign language fluently but she even after like 15-20 years of it she still has a hearing accent when she speaks sign language so I have a hearing accent and it's because wow. of the way that um that the, the like the finesse to her her gestures and the way that she's speaking with her hands so I think that's super super interesting um and apparently this happens with of course like there's different sign languages all around the world that's not what I'm talking about those differences but within those different sign languages and I've heard people, deaf people, talk about like someone who's like oh like I can't understand anything that people from this side of the country say when they're signing because they're, they're like really slur- like, slurry signing or something like it's really fascinating. <laughs> That's amazing. To- oh I think
0: it's I think it's remarkable and so beautiful. Um, uh, would they say that they could tell where someone comes from? Pr- yes from definitely
1: really? 100% they would yeah definitely um, and it's they, they have a really interesting example here um, So they say that um, in Philadelphia... Researchers at the University of Pennsylvania started studying the accent of the deaf community in Philadelphia and they've discovered that certain words such as hospital have morphed into something completely different in Philadelphia than in other areas. And the shapes made, the positioning of the hands and the basic foundation of communication are also unique. And the researchers believe that such profound differences should be preserved. They're embarking on a long-term project to interview native Philadelphians and completely document their version of sign language. Um, And the researchers has shown that that the community even have their own sentence structure. And they've said as late as 1984, deaf children in Philadelphia were educated at boarding schools, which is why the unique accent may still show up there. So again, it's that idea of accents in community groups and the people we spend time with. And that's, I don't know, I find that really fascinating. That's even true for a language like sign language as well. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, so I think that's really interesting. Now, um, a lot of people, unfortunately judge people by their accents mm. right of course like
0: like the posh sort yes, of received yep. pronunciation yes, British accent yep.
1: I would say there are very few things I can claim to be um, have prejudice against myself for as a privileged Caucasian woman but I definitely find like I remember watching a comedian once who said like you know who had a very posh accent too and he said there's nothing that advantageous about everyone you meet thinking you're a bit of a nonce Right, <laughs> like, and it's that too so I think that sometimes I find that, that I find I unfortunately I have this, which I'm not. We don't. You have to defend the way you speak. I'm like, I only speak the way I know how to speak. Exactly. I you can't know? So really speak I can't any other way. Speak a different way. Well, I could, but could. it would be fake. It you would could, be acting. Right. You could put it on would be an acting. accent. Yeah. And sometimes I do. Oh, sometimes do you? my American husband, I like to talk in an American accent, to, so that he can experience what it would have been like to have a wife with an American accent. And then I lose myself in the accent. I'm like, I've forgotten how I usually speak.
0: <laughs> That's um, interesting. Because I also have an American husband, and I definitely you know, have adopted a few American... Ways so that he understands what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. He'll be like what? Yes. Otherwise, yes. It's so funny, isn't it? It's so funny. But even within families, and I find like so. I have I have two daughters, and one of my daughters is adopted, and she learned English when she came to live with us. And so, what's really interesting with me is learning what her accent is because she didn't have she didn't, had never spoken English before. And now I don't think I have a New Zealand accent, but I listen to her say things, and I'm like, that's a real Kiwi kiwi voice you've got coming through there so maybe there are a few words that i say that are quite kiwi or like no mum that kind of thing i'm like i don't talk that way so it's so funny how um, accents can can be influenced by the people that were around as well um but a lot of people do um people do so they found that accents might make you untrustworthy um, they had a serious look at how we judge people's worth by their accents in a particular study and according to their findings we view people with different accents from ours as untrustworthy um, they took a series of 45 trivia laden statements and had them recorded in three different ways in a native accent, in a mild accent like Polish, Turkish or Austrian, German mm-hmm. and in a heavy accent like Italian, Korean and Turkish and then volunteers listened to the statements and rated their believability
0: Mm. and the
1: volunteers thought they were participating in a knowledge assessment and the results were very telling with statements read in a native accent deemed much more truthful than those read in a heavy foreign accent which should make us all like reconsider the way we think about things around ourselves all the time and we always have to be assessing those innate prejudices that we may have without
0: even realising. So it's like an unconscious bias. (laughs) Absolutely. They say
1: that it's to do with cognitive fluency. When a person's speech is hard to understand and their accent is unfamiliar, our brains work harder to process the information. Our brains don't like to work hard, so we doubt the truthfulness of what we're told. For the same reason, rhyming words and phrases are easier to remember and companies with short Shorter names tend to be more successful. Um, The researchers suggested that our view of accented speakers as more untrustworthy probably has less to do with prejudices and more to do with our lazy brains, though. So Mm. we're not terrible people. It's just because... we just can't be bothered. We just can't. Our brains are really lazy. No,
0: I think that's true. I mean, you think about particularly the Scottish accent, which is hard for even native English speakers to understand. After a while, um, if you have to listen to someone for a long time. It's quite tiring to do that work.
1: But I also think that our brains are really good at adjusting and adapting. I have a cousin who is deaf and she speaks with a deaf accent because she cannot hear her own Mm. voice. Um, When I first see her and start speaking to her, she starts talking to me and I I find it very difficult to understand what she's saying. But after about 10 minutes, it's like my brain reconvenes and clicks in. And I'm we're on the same wavelength and I can completely understand everything she's saying. So I think that while our brains are lazy, they're also remarkable and they're designed to try and understand and yeah. make sense of the world around us. Right. So I think that's pretty fascinating as well. Um, we have an accent before we can speak.
0: We do. Yes, apparently
1: (laughs) it's logical that the accent we hear when we're we're younger is the one with which we speak. But research from a university in Germany suggests that we develop and speak with our accent long before we utter our first words. They found the crying of newborn babies contained melodies that mimicked the speech patterns and accents of their parents. Really? Yes. For example, French babies were more likely to raise the pitch of their cries toward the end, (gasps) mimicking the cadence of a French speaker's accent. German babies did the exact opposite, just like their language does does and these accents show up in babies as young as three days old apparently what? yeah which That's is, is super fascinating. and this may be an attempt to form a bond with their mother by imitating her sounds as well as they can at that age which we all know is something that babies do tend mm. to do but uh, yeah so And of course, we've known for a while that babies can hear in the womb, so the study suggests that they interact with those sounds too. As a result, crying may provide the most fundamental groundwork for language communication and a baby's later accent, which I think is quite funny. But I think Mm. people can change accents too. I had friends when I was a child in Hong Kong who were British and they moved to Canada as teenagers and now they have the thickest Canadian accents.
0: They definitely can. Completely change. I I had the same experience in my home where Mm. my kids, before they went to school, had a... I would say, pretty neutral, more Australian, British accent. They went to a school which was populated by mostly American kids and also teachers, and suddenly they have American accents, just like that.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah,
0: and they've, they've kept the American accent. They've
1: kept the American accent, yeah. Well, this is the thing. It's, qu- it's quite interesting how those sort of things can relate to us at different points. But also, I think we also tend to shift our accents a little bit depending on who we're talking to. Yes. I think that's like a human nature thing. Yeah, to thing. fit in. To fit in. I, I don't think it's always conscious. I find like after I've been on holiday visiting family in New Zealand, I come back and I'm much more <laughs> New Zealand in the way I spoke than I do the same in Australia yeah. <laughs> when I come well, that's back. That's probably when why. I... When was the last time you went to Australia?
0: Uh, March last year. There we go. So yeah. I Need yes. to
1: catch you after an Australian trip exactly. to your actual
0: Australian yeah, If accent. I can ever get back there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed, hey. Um but so it's really, really interesting. So um we're largely we to a degree, as we said, we're largely stuck with our accents. We learn our accents before we learn to talk. Um, but of course, um, interestingly, we haven't, you know, there's a point where we'd have to to try and speak with an accent. And I guess actors have to look it's quite a hard thing to be an mm, accent coach and things right. like that. Um and that's um Yeah, so all of these things happen in our brains, but at the same time, there's things that we don't really understand, which is like um, why sometimes accents disappear when people are singing, for example. Yes. So uh, the... And the really famous example is the Beatles. If you listen to the Beatles, there's no trace of the Liverpool accent, which is a very strong accent they have when they sing. They probably wouldn't have been very successful (laughs) if they kept it. No, maybe not. That's true. Um, But a number of studies have concluded that many foreign singers end up sounding American when they sing simply because they choose to. And this is after all because rock and roll was traditionally perceived as an American phenomenon. So singing with an American accent seems like a good way to break into the US market however some groups like the proclaimers Mm -hmm. retain their accent when they sing so we know a change to an american accent doesn't happen all the time there was a study done in the university of auckland in new zealand which looked at the construction of words that were sung and they discovered a strange shift in how a person naturally pronounces words based on whether the person is singing or speaking and the researchers found it's easier to sing rock rock and roll or pop lyrics in an american accent because of the rhythm and slower pace of the words interesting which is really interesting but the pop music accent is not nearly as widespread with other types of music, such as country music. And in those cases, singers channel different accents depending on the type of music with a twang sort of yes. more likely for country music and more of a Jamaican accent when you're singing reggae, for example. So there's like different styles and things like that you can dip in and out of. Um, f- there's one thing that I find really fascinating that makes news every so often. I think there was a recent case, this recently of foreign accent syndrome. Have you heard of this? Oh,
0: is this when someone wakes up from a coma or something and yes
1: yes so or they
0: can speak another language they can speak <laughs> another,
1: yeah they can speak another language or they they have that they can have a brain injury and they find that they uh something it can be anything it can be from a migraine it can be from a neurological uh, incident and people can wake up with a completely different accent um and there was a case of a british citizen who was rushed to hospital for a really intense migraine and woke up speaking with a chinese accent um someone else uh changed from british to french after her migraine and this is foreign accent just after a
0: migraine.
1: After a migraine. Wow. Um, but they—they've they, always—it's—it's it's really interesting. So there's a lot of things like. Um Uh, there was someone else as you said who was in 2012 a man was left speaking fluent Welsh after a stroke so our brain is very fascinating I don't know how you could have learnt Welsh passively but apparently he managed to so that's I find that super interesting Um, they also found that it's not just human beings who have accents apparently chimpanzees and goats have accents Um, a group of Dutch chimpanzees moved in with a group of Scottish ones and it was an unprecedented chance to see how their vocalizations changed as the two groups became closer and zoo staff found that the chimps were changing their accents the two groups were integrated at the edinburgh zoo and the staff started focusing on the grunt that the chimps used to signify apples Mm. right and the scottish chimps communicated with a much lower tone than the dutch ones and over about three years the chimps adjusted their calls to be more similar to each other and according to researchers the chimps if chimps can adjust their regional dialects and accents based on new social groups it's likely that our earliest ancestors would have had the same ability So maybe that's how we developed all this like language developed in this way as well for us. However, critics of the study say that these conclusions don't match the recorded data because at the heart of the debate is whether the chimps were changing the words they used to describe apples or the way in which they said those words because chimps don't speak spoken language. So it's like a bit of a... Um, Apples and oranges type situation. Um, But uh, according to Queen Mary University study on goat vocalization, young goats introduced into other groups will change their calls to be more like their new peers. And this early stage of vocal learning may mirror the same processes that early humans experienced, suggesting animal communication is much more complex than we originally believed. But it is. It's just fascinating how many different accents we have. It is. I have a nice quote to finish up, which is, there is no such thing as an ugly accent, like there is no such thing as an ugly flower which David Crystal said, which I think is very true. That's true, true, yes. There is no ugly accent. People just speak differently, and it's beautiful. And this quote, which I think is very, very important, and I, I come back to it all the time, actually, in so many ways, and I think a lot of people should, which says, if someone is speaking to you in a foreign accent, or what you perceive to be a foreign accent, they are smart enough to know two languages and brave enough to do their job in their second
0: Great point. And I think that's
1: a really lovely, that that's is, really important for us to remember. Yeah, sometimes. that's a great yeah. point.
0: Well, Chris, thank you for coming in. Um, I love your accent. And um, <laughs> as I love yours. <laughs> thank you for coming and telling us all about um, the fascinating world of accents. Great <laughs> no to have worries. you on. See ya. Okay, that was Chris McCAlligan with us in the studio talking about accents.